Strap in, ladies and gentlemen. everybody to the unprofessional wrestling podcast i am leo and i'm joined uh here with cody via prius via prius yeah we are driving down to devotion championship wrestling show annihilation which is tonight uh vince russo will be present so that'd be kind of cool seeing relic of the past that murdered part of what you love and both close and we're just talking shit now but <laughs> he was he was there for WCW um but the death years yeah the death years so be kind of cool to see him um and it, they they got a pretty stacked card so that'll be fun we'll be able to see some of the guys we've already interviewed and uh some guys that we're planning on interviewing here in the near future um you haven't heard from us in a while. It's it's been kind of hectic with work and illnesses and shitty uh, connections. Technology. <laughs> yeah. So we did have a setup um, to get Doctor Nick back on and talk Wrestle Kingdom after Wrestle Kingdom aired and after we'd watched it, we actually had him on. Um, but I was recovering from this is influenza. Where I get yeah, I was recovering from influenza, and uh, Cody didn't have a good connection, so it kept cutting out. We decided to put it off, and you know, obviously, Doctor's Nick busy is is busy, so it it just never transpired. So we never gave you guys that follow up episode. Um, but you know what, our couple listeners are just gonna have to fucking deal with it and uh, get over it we're back now we're gonna talk to rumble a little bit um not necessarily a bunch about the matches and stuff like that i also know like today they have the worlds collide which i'll go back and watch on the network that seems pretty cool i'm interested in seeing um imperium against uh Undisputed area. I think that would be a fun match. And some of the undercard seems pretty cool too. Uh, but tomorrow, um, the Royal Rumble, and I'm actually pretty excited about it. Uh, it's one of those where I haven't been excited for a Rumble in a couple years, and they've just been kind of uh, there. Like, I don't think they've they've had much substance or you you already know the winner and this one's kind of kind of iffy you know they could go a bunch of different ways with it um yep so i'm excited there's been a lot of rumors about who's coming back and who's going to be there um so first things first i think i'm going to just run through and 
tell you the participants who have been announced and then we can kind of just run through there and see who we think has an opportunity on the road to WrestleMania. So obviously number one is going to be Brock Lesnar. Uh, we haven't talked about this, but unless there's some sort of payoff, which I imagine there would be, but uh, WWE has fucked with us before. Uh, I don't know why he would come in and say, none of you fucks can challenge me for the title, so I'm just going to go in at number one and beat everybody's ass. Like, say he does come in at number one and he wins it, what does that do for your WrestleMania? Is that the setup where Lesnar wins it and then comes... Cain Velasquez or Tyson Fury and one of those dudes challenges you for it like that'd be kind (laughs) of stupid but I could see it happening right yeah um another another I want to see Brock get tossed out by somebody like you don't expect like fucking like oh fucking R-Truth or something just some weird spot to the outside where like well, you know, I'll read through some of the dudes on here. And honestly, like, there's not too many scrubs in this. Like, there is, there has been in previous years. And by scrubs, I just mean, like, mid-card, lower-card. Like, guys who are necessarily not on TV and then they appear for the Rumble or are just in shit programs. And you know they're not going to win and they're just there to get tossed out in three seconds or something like that you know so there's quite a I I think the reason he's going in is to set it up to who's going to eventually win it right but uh, I could be wrong Um, a heavy favorite as he is every year is Roman Reigns he'll be there Uh, AJ Styles Randy Orton, Ricochet, Rey Mysterio Eric Rowan, Drew McIntyre. Uh, if I had a pick from this list, Drew McIntyre is my pick. He's the one guy that Lesnar hasn't faced off against. Um, he might have destroyed him during like the three-man band days, but all that's ancient, right? But since Drew's come back, he hasn't had a program with Lesnar. They've kind of been building him towards a tweener lately. And so I could see him winning and being a viable threat uh, against Brock Lesnar. That would be my pick. Uh, We also have Elias, King Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Otis, Tucker, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, Aleister Black, Buddy Murphy, Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Kofi Kingston, Big E, The Miz, and John Morrison. So in total, that's 26 guys that are going into the Rumble. That gives us four unannounced. um, And some pretty big names have been tossed around. Edge being one of them. Uh, I don't think it'll happen. I don't know. I I feel like it could happen. I don't know how I'd feel about it. Because if he's not going to go on and do anything of substance, I don't want to just come in at 28 and get fucking tossed. Well, I feel like he could come in and set up a feud with somebody. 
And I feel like they would want to keep him until late to get that big pop. But then you run into the backlash when he actually doesn't win it. Yeah. Right? Kind of like you did with, you know, when Daniel Bryan didn't win it. Yeah. And stuff like that. So I almost feel like he'd have to come in early, get eliminated early, or earlier to get people... Well, and if there's any match that Edge could potentially do that's going to keep him safe, I mean, I mean, legitimately, all he's got to do is go in there and do a couple spots. He's not going to take any serious bumps. Well, and then just roll. They, if if they if they legit cleared him, they're going to let him take the spots if he has to. Yeah, they're going to protect his neck and all that stuff, but you know, they're not just going to let anybody in the ring. Um, yeah, he's going to be in there with some guys that know what the fuck they're doing. That's for sure. Another thing is, uh, it's very doubtful. I'd say there's like a 1% chance, but CM Punk. So I haven't heard much on that lately, but it would be very CM Punk-like to kind of throw us all off kind of throw shade at WWE on WWE backstage and then come back in the Rumble and if that was the case I could see CM Punk winning it like if he did come back if this is a big big if but if he did come back I could see that being part of the deal I'll come back huge pop win the Royal Rumble go on the main event Wrestlemania and I can see WWE giving it to him at this point. Yeah. And, and then there's your feud going into Mania against him and Brock, even though... With Heyman stuck in the middle. Yeah, with Heyman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It would make a good storyline if... It, but it's a big if. Um, you heard of anybody else that might be a surprise? So the only other ones that I've heard is like some NXT guys, like Keith Lee... You know, he had a huge showing at Survivor Series. Um, you know, you always got to think of... They're, at, uh, they're in Cleveland, right? Or Cincinnati? I don't know. That's where the know. Rumble's at? So if it's in Cleveland, then you got to think Gargano. Even yeah. though he... I mean, he was in the Rumble last year. You know. Well, he's got a match today as DIY with Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, they're... Um, that's that's interesting too because as we mentioned there's only four spots left I could see some of these dudes get knocked out um, to make room for other ones like I could see guys like Otis and Tucker or you know some of these tag team guys Eric Rowan guys who you know are not gonna win to make room for you know if you're legitimately trying to sell NXT as a third brand, which they've kind of backed off of since Survivor Series. But if you're still trying to do that, you got to get some NXT guys in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the way you would sell this Rumble is you would need at least seven to eight of your top guys from each brand in the Rumble, and that gives you, you know, six spots for surprises. But... yeah. The max you're going to get is four NXT guys. And that's if you don't get, like, an Edge or a CM Punk or anything like that. Which is kind of unfortunate because 
NXT has been that constant right now for WWE, that constant good wrestling television. Um, yeah. And if they do that disservice to NXT, all the all the buildup they did for Survivor Series and stuff to try to make it a legitimate brand, like a, le- a legitimate third brand, it kind of falls by the wayside because now you're saying. Yeah, that was good for that build-up, but now on this one, it's more of a WWE guys. Because I don't even think they have a, a match announced for the Royal Rumble, do they? For like an NXT match? No, nope. not that I see. So I mean, they got a couple. You know, they got other singles matches, but yeah, nothing of. Because like Corbin and Roman are supposed to have like a Falls Count Anywhere match. Yep. And obviously the Fiend and Daniel having their strap match. match. Yep. So very gimmicky tonight. Yeah. <laughs> or tomorrow. Um. But uh, it should be fun. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm hoping it's something different. You know, you got a, you got a lot of different guys in there that haven't won it. Um. And I think it's time for someone new. Um, I hope they don't go the Roman Reigns route to try to set him up against the Fiend. Um, I don't think it'll be received as negatively as when he won it last. Uh, But I do think you can set that up without him having to win the Rumble. Um, For the Women's Royal Rumble, I don't know if they have that many top caliber women to put in there but if I had to pick one to win it I'm going with Baszler uh, I don't know what the status is it's been kind of quiet um, with Ronda Rousey if she were to come back I think that'd be huge and she'd be like automatic gonna win it challenge Becky they'll have their one on one that would be big money match for WWE but if Ronda Rousey doesn't come back the next best thing and probably you know as as a wrestling fan standpoint and just watching kind of what she's done running through NXT and being as dominant as she has been Shayna Baszler would be a good one to go against Becky Lynch yeah it would be especially as as lackluster as the triple threat at Survivor Series ended up being for as much hype as it had between Bailey, Sasha and Shayna all three women's champions and for how much the match kind of like I wouldn't say it sucked because it didn't suck but it just it wasn't it it didn't live up to the hype and that's why they had to end it with the heat that they did because they needed that moment at the end you know but so I think um I think we'll see a lot more NXT influence in the women's side. Oh, I think they'll have to to fill it out. To fill it out. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean... Well, I also heard uh, Nia Jax would probably be coming back, um, which is good, and Ruby Riot. I hope they both get handled well because, honestly, it's been the same shit for the last couple years. They have a lot of good, talented women on their roster, but it still continues to revolve around the four. Yep. If it's not Bailey, Sasha, 
um, Becky or Charlotte, uh, it doesn't get the attention. And and I don't know, I don't think it's a detriment to the other women on the roster, uh, but they are more well-versed in everything as far as promos and all that other stuff. But at some point, you got to give some of these other girls an opportunity to rise. And the Rumble is a great way to build stars. And Baszler's there and ready. If she's in it, I'd say that's the heavy favorite. Um, yeah. Yeah, I concur. So I don't think Daniel Bryan's going to beat The Fiend. Um, I think Fiend will go into WrestleMania as champion. I think it's gotten a little lackluster. Um, and I think it's because he's... It sounds bad to say, but I think it's because he's champion. Um, I don't think his title run's been great. Like, uh, what he was doing beforehand, why it worked is, is because he would target your random guys, right? And, and he was kind of that special offering and now he's your champion and and that's kind of the now he's only got one challenger coming after him yeah technically it's it's just it's a weird weird dynamic um the story of the fiend and bray wyatt revolves around a title now the the two titles yeah which is fucking stupid yeah um but he's he's lost a little bit of a spark but he's still probably the best thing on SmackDown. Um, they continue to run with some of these storylines. Uh, you know, and us as fans, we complain about long-term booking and then they give us long-term booking and I'm going to complain about the long-term <laughs> booking because it's shit. Like, how long has Corbin and Roman been at oh, each other? Jesus. You A know, long time. They've gone through fucking puppet uh, or fucking dude dressed in a dog suit. Dog food. Like, like uh, we get it. He's the big dog. <laughs> Just because you cover him in dog food doesn't mean we fucking care about his stupid ass nickname. So so that shit needs to end, right? Um, but but that's not anything that's... I think it's it's nice to see the Usos back. Like, about fucking time. Because they're great. Now. Yeah. Well, he... DUIs. No, he got <laughs> let go on that. Yeah, he's fine but uh but it it's just I don't know it's they just need out of that so hopefully this Royal Rumble that's the end of it um another one that's been dragging on and I'm dreading it because it's been going on for fucking months now and I go to a Raw February 3rd you and, hope that storyline's been and, gone and before I hope, you go, huh? Yeah, that, that only get, that's two Mondays from now. Yeah, shit, that's right. They got to the fucking wrap it up now because I do not want to see this. But the fucking Bobby Lashley, Rusev, Lana storyline. Now Liv Morgan. Yeah, has progressed and gotten stupider as it's gone on. Like, all right, they went, they did their wedding, uh, or they got the divorce, and it seemed... Okay, Rusev, that's all he wanted. He wants to divorce. He got his sign. Why the fuck is he still in the storyline? Then she goes and gets married, or does the marriage thing. Why the fuck does he care? They made it seem like he wanted out. You know what I mean? And he's still there fucking with 
them. And now you got Liv Morgan. Like some lesbo type relationship between her and Lana. Like, who hasn't she fucked in this storyline? And why would you continue to be interested in it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's getting a ton of YouTube. Oh, fuck that. That's. F- I, I don't I know love who's every time watching I hear that. that. Well, it's getting big numbers on YouTube. That's because people are legitimately watching it to see how fucking shit ass bad it is. I don't know. I don't know who's I watching it. I have not watched Raw in like two months. I not watched, a single, like, besides little clips here and there. I watched Raw last week and it was it was actually really good. Like, uh. I'm digging the, the Seth Rollins stuff with that because he's yeah. portraying his what he is in real he's life. He's embracing the hate. He's em- yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's great. Seth Rollins is better as a heel. Yes, he is. That arrogant and and he's got the two dudes to back him up. That's where he's thrived. Um but that shit that just, it just needs to end. Like I don't know what their end game is and if they're planning on dragging it out to WrestleMania, I just don't both these dudes are monsters. Like, they should be doing something else, mm-hmm. in my opinion. They should have... Both Lashley and Rusev should have good showings. A face-to-face with Lashley and Lesnar in the middle of the ring at the Rumble. Fucking money. Yeah, maybe. Not not. How, not now. Not now, but... Anyways. Uh, well, can't forget, you know, their possible John Cena... You can't see me show up tomorrow. Yeah, I haven't heard much about that, but you never know. I'd, that'd be cool. But, yeah, like I'm saying, we, we named all the people who are supposedly going to be in there. Um, that doesn't leave a lot of surprise spots. That doesn't leave any NXT spots. And so I imagine some of those guys are going to be pulled out. And they've done it before, you know, where so-and-so's been announced and then all of a sudden they're pulled out. You remember a couple years ago, I don't think they had the depth at that time to attempt it, but they did it when they did that 40-man Royal Rumble. I think it was when Alberto Del Rio won it. Yep. Um, and it was just long and yeah. sloppy. I mean, like, they, they, it wasn't good. They had a lot of surprise ones in that because that's when, I want to say... 2015, 14? Because, yeah. like, guys like Kevin Nash came back. Booker yeah, came they had, back. like, old, old-timers old in there and stuff. Yeah. Greg DeHammer, Valentine. But, like... Probably did. <laughs> like, right now, if, if, if you wanted to up it to 40, you probably could, because if, if you're trying to sell NXT as your third brand, right? That way they have a showing. That way you can have your surprise entrance um but 30 unless they only do the top seven eight guys from each brand even if they gave nxt just five spots you know that that would be worthy but yeah they're not doing that so um i think they're gonna have to retool it next year if they want to continue this three brand thing um some other stuff that's been going on like seth rollins is heel now since we've talked um he's a tag team champion with buddy murphy he just fucking goes through all sorts of different tag team partners doesn't he yeah but um that seemed kind of weird like it was a good match i enjoyed it i thought it was fun like i said i watched raw up until 
for the main event with Bobby Lashley and Rusev and Lana and Liv. I tuned out at that, but I watched everything else on it. And that was a good match. It just didn't make sense to me um, when you have AOP as your big dominant yeah, your, tag team. Your heaters and yeah, you don't have them going for Why aren't they going for the tag titles? Yeah. But uh, I'm Considering happy. Considering AOP and NXT was fucking phenomenal as NXT champions. I yeah. Mean, totally different, like, styles of booking and the whole nine yards because AOP, once they hit the main roster, well, up until now. Yeah, well, it didn't help that they put him with fucking Spud. Rockstar Spud. Sorry, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick, yeah. So, anyways, um, that didn't make a lot of sense to me, but... It, it was good. It was just kind of a makeshift tag team. All of a sudden, you're tag champs. I'm happy for Buddy Murphy. Like, I'm happy. Hopefully, he doesn't get just kind of thrown by the wayside. But um, he's very, very talented. Yeah, he's maybe, maybe him being in this stable will highlight some of that. You know, maybe it's a long-running stable and, you know, builds up to some heat between him and Seth down the road and kind of help establish him. Yeah, um, give him that big marquee match against yep. Rollins on a pay-per-view or something. Yep, but but I'm I'm okay with that type of stuff. Like the the feud they've been having with Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens hasn't been bad. Like I'm happy to see Joe wrestle again. Kevin Owens has been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I'm I hope they get something good for WrestleMania, like on the build-up to it. Um, I'm a little concerned with WrestleMania because, you know, we're at the Rumble now. We've seen kind of what they did with that last Saudi Arabia show, and there's one coming up on the in February, at the end of February. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering if they bring in Kane, if they bring in... I don't think they'll bring in Tyson Fury because he's got a boxing match here mm. pretty soon. But, but I think it, after that, I think he's opened up for a while where he's... Yeah, but but here's what the thing. What is the big deal with him anyway? He's a like, boxer. Yeah, I mean, you don't watch boxing. It's like the same. I don't watch NASCAR, and if like one of your well, fucking NASCAR guys shows well, up. Well, yeah, Kyle Busch won that twenty four seven title that fucking night. He pinned our truth. So. Yeah, who the fuck is that guy? Fuck He's, him. Kyle Busch is a NAS a two time NASCAR champion. No one who listens to our podcast. My brother shit. that listens to my podcast knows who Kyle Busch is. Well And there's other people. <laughs> no one gives a shit. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. As a wrestling fan, I know who Tyson Fury is, but like you said, I don't give well, a I shit. I knew who he was. I just I yeah, yeah, but it's the same. I mean, at least with Mayweather, at least it was. Yeah, I don't know yeah that was it. fucking dumb too, though. But, anyways, um, I'm concerned that they'll build up some of this stuff going into Showdown at Rumble, and then maybe some of that stuff bleeds into WrestleMania. WrestleMania has always been kind of an attraction. They do stuff with celebrities and stuff like that, which is great. Like it gets the eyes on there. I get it. There's a spot for that type of stuff. I just feel like there might be a little too much this year if they continue with... Uh, first off, I think having Kane back, they could have done it right. 
They could have built it. They could have gotten the audience acquainted with who Kane was. And kind of... about Kane Velasquez or Big Red Machine Kane? No, Kane Velasquez. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because <laughs> Kane just did come... Like, yeah, yeah. God damn it. God damn it. No, Kane Velasquez. <laughs> no, but I felt like they could have established it more in the wrestling universe I and mean, been like yeah when he was in UFC he legit fucked up Brock Lesnar you know like this is a guy that can go toe to toe with him and build him up instead of just coming in and then they did that showdown and it just it just dropped whatever star power he could have had Right, mm-hmm. he comes into the rumble. I don't think it's gonna get that big a pop. I don't think it's gonna do anything. I don't think a showdown with him and Lesnar in the ring is gonna be as no. as as exciting as it could have been. Yeah, because it was. To, I mean, it wasn't that exciting the first time it happened. I mean, even yeah. though it was the debut of SmackDown on Fox, it was still kind of like there was legitimately people that were like. Okay. Well, they didn't build it. Yeah. I mean, they could have, but... Yeah. Anyways, I just... It's hard to see where they're going with everything right now. Um, We'll have a clearer picture after tomorrow, at least, who's going for titles. Right. Um, But they're going to have some type of gimmick thing. I think Tyson Fury is going to be part of it. I think Kane Velasquez is going to be part of it. Um... I think Mysterio's mask might be on the line. There's going to be a lot going on. But, you know, like as I mentioned, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this Rumble. Uh, more than I have been in previous years. And uh, it should be fun. Yeah. I am going to be wearing my new Edge shirt from the Pro Wrestling Crate tomorrow. <laughs> just in case he does show up for the Rumble. Yeah, um, I will. Uh, I'll pop for that if Edge comes out, and then I'll. Yeah. So, other than that, we talked a little bit about what's going on on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, NXT's just been great. Keith Lee has finally gotten that spotlight, which I know we've talked about in previous podcasts, to where he's just, just kind of there. Like, he had those great matches with... Uh, I fuck up this guy's name all the time. Dominic Dijakovic. Dominic Dijakovic. Or Dominic Dijak. He, you probably fucked it up, too, though. But No. You guys know who I'm talking about. He had some great matches with him, and then that was kind of it. And I don't know if he was injured. They didn't do a lot with him. And then around Survivor Series and up until now, they've really built on him. Um, and I think they've seen how, how massive of a star he can be. And so, that'd be great. Um, well, he, he took the North American title off Roderick Strong. So. Yep. So, at least at least he's going to have a, a showcase on him. Um, one thing that's kind of been teased, too, is maybe Matt Riddle's in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? He's kind of teasing the... Or he shows up yeah. or something. Um you know, a face-to-face with him and Lesnar would be cool. Yeah. Like there's, he, he wants that more than anything. Yeah. There's a lot that could happen. But here's the thing. Like, 
we're just some fucking marks on a podcast, right? We're, we're talking all these scenarios that would be really cool, that would make us pop, and then we'll tune into the Rumble tomorrow, and none of that shit will happen, and then we'll be on next week or the week after, and we'll talk some shit of what they could have done. But Better. Yeah. yeah. Hey, at least our Wrestle Kingdom shit didn't come out that bad. No. Like, I felt like we... Yeah, we all felt NATO was going to win, and... God damn, that was some good wrestling. I know we didn't we didn't touch on it. We were gonna touch on it with Doctor yeah, Nick, well, but those were those two nights were fucking fucking phenomenal. Dude. Yeah, that was some top notch shit, dude. But fuck Kenta, <laughs> fuck. That's my new hashtag. No, for this year. no. Fuck Kenta. Fuck New Japan on that one. They should have given NATO his moment and let Kenta do that the next night. On New Year's Dash. I yes. agree. They should have. Because that's huge. But that gives Kenta heat. Oh, God. So much So heat. much heat. And then the, the commentary playing him out. They're going to have to barricade him out of here. And all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I want to fucking go through my TV and punch Kenta in the face right now. Yeah, I think the match was... Uh, the best match was, to me... Was the Osprey match? Hiromu and Osprey. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was good. That was, fucking, that was good. fucking awesome. Did you, did you watch any of New Year's Dash? Yeah. No, I watched some of the highlight, just kind of how they set up the matches. Right. And so, for uh, New Beginning, right? Yeah, and then. That's gonna be good too. Yeah, because we're gonna get New Beginning in Osaka. When we get Minora Suzuki versus Moxley. That'll be good. Fuck. How about creamed in my shorts when that happens? God, you fucking mark. Dude, because I that? called it. When is February that? 9th, I think. But don't quote me on that. Okay, so, so that's before AEW Revolution. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, what, is he going to be AEW champion by then? But yeah, I guess no. not. Um. Yeah, but at New Year's Dash, there was a tag match with Evil and Shingo Tahagi from Los Ingrenables against uh, Goto and the Stone Pitbull, Tomohiro yeah. Ishii. Yeah. Fuck. That was good? Dude, yeah. Hard hit. Some of those fucking lariats, man, I felt them. I was like, good God. And that is four big-ass motherfuckers hitting each other. Yeah. And they were not soft about it. I mean, that if the definition of strong style, like, put that picture in the encyclopedia next to it because that shit was thick. I'll have to go back and watch yeah, it. it was, and it actually was a fucking good match, too. Yeah. I was, I was kind of surprised. But yeah, anyways. actually, New Japan's coming to USA this week, aren't they? Yeah, they so they got the New Beginning in USA shows where they're, like, in Miami and they, like, yeah, a couple other places. I huh. think they go to, like, Nashville. And, That'd yeah. be good. I'm, I'm, Hopefully they do a West Coast tour again. I'm sure they will. Um, I hope they they draw decent crowds on that. Um, one of the other things that's happened, I know we're just kind of bouncing all over the place, but it's been a while since we've actually talked wrestling, is uh, Marty Skrull. Mm-hmm. He signed with Took ROH. Ring of Honor for everything. Yeah. They probably bought him a new car, too. <laughs> I need a new umbrella. 
Yeah. Okay, we'll put that in the contract. Uh, you know, good for him. I'm. I was honestly pretty. Like when um, I seen that, I was a little he, bit disappointed, but I was disappointed too because I I'm a big fan of uh, Marty, and I feel like he's at his best with uh, the elite. Um, I miss him. I'm being the elite, uh, but. I also respect he's he's forging his own path. He's going to give this a shot, see what happens. If it doesn't work out, hey, his buddies, yeah, his buddies are still there. And even if he didn't want to go that route, you know, I'm sure he'd get a very lucrative contract in WWE. Right. But you don't see that a lot anymore where people want to do their own path type deal you know and the way his contract is working like he's got some power in ring of honor he can work where he, he wants to work he, so i mean maybe potentially he I, maybe I don't he's know if that he's means. what bridges that gap you know maybe he's he's part of that i think too. ring of honor needs a gap bridged yeah i mean you haven't seen new japan work with them as closely as before um they're doing the supercard WrestleMania weekend though together. Yeah, the, yeah. But you really haven't seen a big ROH present on New Japan stuff nope. like you used to. Nope. Um, maybe he can be that one of the guys that assists bridging that gap between AEW, ROH, and New Japan. Yep. That would be great. I know Jericho and Moxley are probably working on that on their end too. Um, but I don't think it would be a bad deal to have someone from the other side trying to work that out with them too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the middle of all that, you got the NWA too, which I think will not be forgotten in this whole thing. I think they will kind of bridge. They will kind of work somewhat of a deal. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of cool to see like all these like. I, w- I don't want to call them little companies, but essentially that's what they are. Kind of like still surviving in a way. And what's funny is you got like now with Marty staying with Ring of Honor and New Japan forging their own way and the NWA doing their thing. And then way out in left field, you got Impact Wrestling. Yeah, Impact's kind of taking a hit again. Like they were on the up and up, in my opinion. Like when. A bunch of the Lucha Underground stars kind of went over there. Uh-huh. Um, they got really good. Um, they've lost all those guys since. Uh, Brian Cage, rumored to have signed with AEW. Uh, he's come out and say he hasn't signed with anyone. He tore his bicep. And he's hoping some of those offers are still out there once he returns. They've lost him. Um, Tessa Blanchard's their champion, which I think... You know, I there's been a lot of heat on that, but yeah, I I've been an advocate for Tessa Blanchard and her talent. I don't know how she is in the locker room, or how big of a bitch she is to talent or any of that stuff. But as far as what I see on screen, she is top notch yeah, wrestler. Yeah, only being in the business under ten years. I mean, yeah, she's fucking good. She's top notch, and what she's done with uh this so a lot of people are bashing impact for putting the title on her um okay i see your point of view but at the same time they're not the ones that are invested in impact week to week 
and have seen the storylines play out because it's not the first time they've gone against each other. They oh, have yeah. a history, so there's a oh, history yeah. there. Oh yeah. And she's finally overcome Sammy Callahan, taking back or taking the title that he had, you know. And so there's more to it than just a woman being champion. You know what I mean? And people want to bash on it, but look at what WWE's doing right now. I don't know how much truth there is to it, but supposedly they're going to take women off of the women titles. Did you yeah. see that shit? Yeah, I did. And just be like the NXT champion. Or <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like almost like if it's something that's derogatory, which I don't see it. Like you have your women's division. WWE has said they don't believe in intergender and any of that stuff. Yeah, you'll never. So, yeah. so why take the women's off the title? It just doesn't make sense to me. It's not an issue. You're making it an issue. Um, and so, you know, Impact made a woman their champion. I don't think there's longe- longevity in that. Um, but I think it's ballsy. They did it. They got a lot of eyes on them. Uh, but they don't have a lot of other well-known talent. They don't have John Morrison anymore. They don't have Brian Cage. They lost Penta. Um, they lost LAX. Um, yeah, they really... They got some good guys there, but they're not well-known names. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the dudes who I think is criminally underutilized is Willie Mack. That dude is fucking awesome, top-notch. Hopefully now that, you know, all these guys aren't in the picture, maybe he can rise to the top or they give him an opportunity. But they're still hanging around. I mean, they're still there. Um, But yeah, you got all these other smaller companies and then you got the ones with the big TV contracts like WWE and AEW. NWA, they're doing their own thing. They're kind of, they're separate from everything. They they, they just just got like a real old school vibe to them. Um, But they're open to working with everybody and I think they need to work with other companies um, cause I don't see longevity in this either. Like it sounds bad to say, but they could still continue to be this small, small fish, I guess, mm-hmm. because you have, you can say whatever you want about impact. Um, but impact I think is a more established company than NWA is right now. Even ROH. Yeah, they've, they've definitely stood around through yeah. some good and bad. I think NWA is going to hit a speed bump kind of like AEW did with the honeymoon phase. It's It might be yeah, a they couple months. And NWA might even already be out of their honeymoon phase. I just think they everything came out all at once, so no matter what, no matter which way you looked as a wrestling fan, you were seeing something that was different or catching your eye no yeah. matter if you were looking wwe's way aw's way ring of honor like every direction you looked everything was different across the board yep so i i think it's it's great now and uh, they're doing their own thing and, and power to them and they've actually you know kind of they got some 
legit people working there though which is impressive to me even more so than impact at the moment um but they don't have that stage they're on youtube you know which yeah you're easily accessible yeah but their pay-per-views are also making the fight network too yeah and so i don't think it would it would hurt to go out to these other companies um like roh i don't think there would be a working relationship with impact given uh corgan's relationship with him the owner of nwa well true but that's a different regime at impact wrestling now too so i think maybe no maybe same owners but like with callus and scott demore running yeah impact i don't know i don't know if that's something he wants to he probably wants yeah. to do it on his own and be like, fuck well, these guys. Well, and that's you know essentially I mean? why Billy bought the NWA was because he, before that, he tried to become a sole partner in TNA or Impact Wrestling. And yeah. towards the end, they kind of like fucked him out of it. And that's when he said, well, fuck you. I'll just go by the NWA. Yeah. He did. So, I don't know. There, There's a lot going on. Uh as you can tell, we are still keeping up with the product. We're bouncing all over the place. We're still excited. We are marks. Uh, <laughs> some of the stuff that's going on, I guess, like I said, we're, we're on our way down to Devotion Championship Wrestling Show. Um, that mm-hmm. should be exciting. I got a Raw coming up that I'm going to go to down in Salt Lake City um, on February 3rd. That should be fun. And then uh, Cody and I are going to go see AEW Dynamite on March 11th in West Valley, which should be fun as well. Um, hopefully by then... Yeah, you've already got one wrestling show over me this year, too. Yeah, I, I went and seen uh, FSW um, when I was down in Vegas, and that was pretty cool. Got to see Teddy Hart again. Uh, my kids got pictures with Maria Manic. She was there. Um, met up with the shade. Um, it was. Uh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't see- know that. So I, I didn't talk to you about it, but I seen him. I seen him sitting there while I was at the show, and then on my way out, uh, my kids weren't feeling good, but on my way out, uh, I seen him. You know, shook hands with him, say, "Hey, nice to meet you." This, this, and that. Um, I'd been sending out snaps to him and, and Beast about. Like, I'd be out in Vegas with my kids, and I'd go up to my oldest and be like, let's go look for some titties or something like that, you know? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, and they were, they were happy about it, uh, but we'd uh, I'd send it to them, and and uh, they'd kind of send back, and Shade's like, well, don't, don't go any of those Boulder City fucking titties, those grandma titties, and this, this, and that. <laughs> And uh, I see him there, and I'm there with my oldest, and he asks him, he's like, hey, how many titties is your dad taking you to see this? <laughs> and and oh. my, my oldest, which he actually turns 12 tomorrow, he's 11, he just turns bright red and shakes his head. He's so disappointed in me, but yeah, it was a good time. That, that yeah, was I didn't it. know you met up with Shane. Yeah, I just, you know, not long well, enough. Well, on the way back, you weren't feeling the greatest either, no, so you No, were... I was sick, but... Um, it was just the kind of high, shook his hand, nice to meet you type deal. He said that to my kid, and we added out. I would have loved to stay there and bullshit, but 
my wife was with us too and she she didn't want to stay around and bullshit so just kind of headed out but um yeah a lot of a lot of dudes there that you know shade we've had on uh remy marcel was there i wish i i would have got to talk to him but he was kind of busy on commentary and um progressing his his uh show that he's gonna have tonight with uh Ice Williams steel cage match. steel cage match. So um, I would not go into a steel cage with Remy. I know I did. Look, he looks fucking vicious. But that FSW show was pretty fun. Uh, kids liked it. Got to see Teddy Hart. He legit looked like he murdered those two dudes in there. So like after the match was over and Teddy got on the mic and everything, I forget his name, but the dude just stayed in there. Like he was just there. Like he not fucking moving. Was- Face down. Wow, a boy, selling and, uh, it. You was like you don't know sell a hard yeah. family member. I'm sorry. It was like five or ten minutes in. Ass. Yeah, five or ten minutes in, and or after the show, and the dude's still lying there. Like we walked out, people like half the fucking arena's empty, and the dude's still lying there. Like, That's great. selling right there. <laughs> that is the art of selling. So so yeah, that was fun. He may still be laying there. He may still no. They got a show. Well, they had a show <laughs> since. Then. That's true. They rolled his ass. They out. rolled him out. Um, yeah, but that's awesome. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. I did the FSW show. We're doing this devotion show. We got raw, or I got raw, and then we got AEW, and then I'm thinking it'll be soon if they announce double or nothing. We do have our hotel room booked. Um, and we will probably go down to Vegas again for that. Yeah. So we got a busy... Probably not going to do the star cast route this time, I don't think. Yeah. You know we've only been, almost been doing this shit a year? Yeah, we, we're almost hitting a year on doing the podcast. Um, Leo put up with me. I, I was just going to say that. Like, props to me for putting up with Cody. Yeah. You're welcome. Everybody. He's yelled at me quite a few <laughs> times, just so you all know. <laughs> it's called, I mean... The word mark means it's like it's an empty word to me now especially when you put you fucking mark in front of it i've toughened them up a little bit you know i do want to give him props because on our way down today i expected to get in his shitty little prius um and he'd be wearing his safety glasses like when we went to see double or nothing but he's got regular glasses on today yeah i mean they're thicker than the motherfucker but at least he's (laughs) they're not safety glasses this time I had somebody at work the other day, like, legit walked up to me, and they're like, are you blind? I'm like, what? Fuck you. Cody's like, you know those cartoons where somebody's wearing glasses, and when they have the glasses on, the entire glass outline is, like, white with a little dot inside, and then they take their glasses off, (laughs) and it's just a little fucking pebble? (laughs) That's Cody with his glasses. Oh... It's not that bad. I wear contacts, so. But um, anyways, uh, this has been fun. Um, we hope oh, you enjoy you this episode. you need to give me favorite rumble moment. Oh, favorite rumble moment. We talked moment. about this. So I've kind of posted them. If you guys follow us on Instagram, which you probably do because we're at over 1,100 ah. followers now. Thank you very much. Um, I was a kid when Ray Mysterio won it. And is I, I seen the untold yesterday. Oh, dude, what'd you was, think? It was it was good. Probably, I, it was good. But you probably cried. No, I didn't. Did. No, because I almost fucking cried. Well, I wasn't even a Eddie Guerrero fan that you're day. You're a bitch. Not as big as you. 
Anyways. Sorry. Um, I, I remember that. And even he says it. He's like, yeah, like, a lot of people liked me and, like, would have wanted to see me win, but I wasn't a favorite to win. And that's how I felt as a kid. Like, I remember watching it live and just being like, he's not going to fucking win it. And, like, it's great. Like, even him getting down to the last three... I was like, man, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, Triple H. And but Orton. he's not gonna win it. Yeah, I th- I legit thought it was gonna be Orton, right? And then Mysterio won it, and I was like, as a kid, 15, 16 years old, like, I thought that was the coolest shit ever. Um, the after, ultimate underdog story. Yeah. After that, though, they started building up to No Way Out with uh, Randy Orton against Rey Mysterio putting that opportunity on the line to go for the title and I was like fuck they're gonna take it away from him and I believe Randy Orton ended up winning um, but they ended up just making it a triple threat yeah and then Rey won it and then Rey won and even even that like well he he made it to the Wrestlemania but that's why they made it a triple threat um so Randy Orton could win it, you know what I mean? And he walked out with it. And that was cool and not cool to me. Like, I loved it. I popped because it was unexpected. Um, but I also felt like they capitalized on Eddie Guerrero's death. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. I felt like they made it too much about Eddie. And it's it took it took him. away from Ray himself. Like, it was great that that was kind of the fuel, uh, but Eddie passed in November, and we're in March, April now, and this is still what's... And even through his title reign, it's like, well, Eddie Guerrero's fueling him, and, and Eddie Guerrero's... Yeah, he always had the little armband with the EG on it. Which is fine. Like, that's that's not a big deal. It's just... It was very clear that how it was being sold, and it bugged me because... Eddie Guerrero is my favorite wrestler, and um, his passing was big to me. Like, he was just so beloved, and I get it, but at the same time, it kind of offended me. Like, okay, let this guy rest in peace. Like, this guy's got to do it on... You don't want to just do it just to capitalize on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it was... That was cool. one of it, and uh, yeah, that was probably it for me. Um Recently, AJ Styles, that made me pop. Like I had him pop for anything. Like when he came out, if you've seen the reaction videos, like even now going back and watching the reaction videos, it 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 gives me like kind of goosebumps and it it makes me smile because it's like I wasn't the only one who felt that way, right? Mm -hmm. Like all these other guys that were. You know, the way they reacted, like, I was flipping out. And my wife, I remember her sitting on the couch, like, what's the big fucking deal? And I was like, it's fucking AJ Styles. Like, the same thing. And this was years before we, the podcast was ever even thought of, but we still talked wrestling yeah. quite a bit yep. a few years back. Yep. And I, shit, we may have been texting that night, and I think we probably texted each other and was like, AJ fucking Styles just showed up to the yep. goddamn Royal Rumble at number three. And that pop was just... Yeah. I, I love going back and watching it just because it, it still makes me smile. Yep. So I guess those those are my moments. What yeah. do you got? Um, so honestly, like over the last week, I've went back and watched several Royal Rumbles. Um, 
but probably the biggest um, so the Ray Mysterio one was good but um, my biggest rumble moment after I went back and watched it was actually the 97 rumble um, that when Austin won it? yeah because I remember watching that oh shit um yeah that was I mean just in the height of the Attitude Era Austin you know on the build to Wrestlemania and the whole nine yards and just where he went in early and then he's sitting on the turnbuckle like telling time because he's just running through fucking everybody and he did that back at the 97 one yeah I remember him doing it at like the 2002 one or. Oh, he may have did it again then too, but. Okay. Well, I mean, Austin's won the Rumble three times. Yep. So and then just, just the moments that you get in the Royal Rumble matches themselves with the surprise. You know the people coming back like when Bubba Ray Dudley came back a few years ago for a small little stint. Booker T came out after years of being out of a WWE ring. Kevin Nash is Diesel. You know. You know. Fucking. You know which one? Like people might not remember, and but I was watching wrestling when Tatanka came back. You remember that? He actually had a pretty good showing at the fucking Rumble. Uh, I probably I don't remember what year it was though. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. And then another one that was pretty cool to go back and watch and actually uh, get some feelings on was the 92 Rumble where it was the Flair for the Gold where they had the vacated WWF title at the time and Flair was on a hiatus from WCW because he'd gotten pissed off and he came out and went in at number two and lasted the field Yeah. and ended up walking out with the WWF title and you know, supposedly was supposed to go on and have a big match of Mania with with Hogan that never worked out and they never had that big match until years later in WCW which they you know Yeah. Yeah. And then we can't forget our the two thousand six rumble where Batista Batista and, and John, John Cena. Cena because I mean well, it is our cover art photo up. for this week. Yeah. Where Vince I went back and watched that. Vince yeah. ripped both quads. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. That was actually a good rumble too. Yeah. Well, I think it added to it there at the end because they did really fall at the same time. And so yeah. it was a legit botch, but the way they played it off, you would almost think like that's what was supposed to happen until Vince McMahon fucking tears both of his quads getting in the ring yep yeah and so that was just a weird night yep that was cool um another one i i i mentioned on our on our pages is is uh chris benoit that oh. one was be he went in at number one you know i think what made Rey mysterio special too was he went in at number two against triple h mm-hmm. you know benoit was in at number one and he stuck it out to the end and the elimination was great like you could just pulling down the big show like pulling down the 500 pounds clinging onto the ropes trying to pull him out to win the rumble there at the end that was and then 
to me at the time because I was a pretty avid uh, watcher like he was a surprise like yeah. he wasn't someone you would think would win it uh, because these guys really weren't given a chance back then and yeah. it, it's kind of like the next month um, Eddie Guerrero won the title off of Lesnar and that was a big surprise and so there were a lot of big surprises during this time Benoit being one of them the build-up, how it was laid out with uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H, like that was great. That main event, it's taboo. Like it, it they act like it doesn't exist. But if Benoit wouldn't have done what he did there at the end of his life, that would go down as top three main event of any WrestleMania. Agreed. And so. Um, and it all started with the Nobody rumble. Nobody can ever deny that Benoit couldn't fucking work, and he wasn't great in the ring. I yeah. Mean, his, his legacy speaks for that. Unfortunately, his outside legacy will be the thing that always fucks him over. Yep. Which sucks, because in other professional sports, you look past... You look yeah, past, I mean, like, fucking like look Barry at O.J. Simpson. And O.J. and, you know, all this shit, but we can't look past Benoit because it's such a... Yeah, it's fucked, but... Anyways, um, that that was a, a big moment in my childhood too, and like I said, I'm excited for this one. Um, I hope I don't get let down, but I'm uh, a picky bastard, so it might. But we'll touch on that maybe next week. So a fun game for everybody to play if they've never played it is to bet to draw numbers out of a hat and put money down and whoever draws the winning number that goes on and wins either the men's and women's royal rumble wins the pot of money you know five dollar buy-in you can buy number of and then each additional number is a dollars so if you draw a number two and number two goes on to win you win you know what however much however many people you have over to watch the rumble I've did that a couple times and it's actually quite fun because when you draw a number that you know that that number is not going to, when that person comes out at that entrance and you know that they're not going to win the rumble, you just know that you lost the money. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Well, there you go. You got a game for tomorrow. Yeah. So thanks for joining back in with us. Uh, we're almost down to Salt Lake, so we'll let you guys go. And as always, stay unprofessional. Thank you for joining us. And remember to stay unprofessional.